Go ahead. What? What no, are you going to say? Forget it. Forget it. No, you say it. Say here it. are my notes. Say it. Here, here I don't are my care notes. About your, I don't care about your fucking notes no more. You happy? I see your notes. What, you think you're the first person ever spilled something? What do you like this? Is this your, is this your virgin oh, spill? I hate you. I so oh. hate you. Just All start right. the fucking show. Welcome to Comedy Centric, your place for all things comedy. Every week, we'll discuss the legends and the people who built the business, the performers, writers, behind the scenes, and stories that you have never heard. So relax, take a load off, and join us for this episode of Comedy Centric. Now, the host of your show, nationally headlining comedian, a woman with a wicked sense of humor and a killer Jersey accent, Julia Scotty. Hey, hi. Hi. Hey, look who's back. She's here again. Kathy Caldwell. Hi, I, Kathy. I wish my finger was still compromised so I could legitimately just leave that up. What's new? <laughs> it's good to see you. Sorry I missed last night. Totally my fault. Nobody noticed. It's okay. <gasps> You're a mean woman. I'm not. I, we missed you terribly. You we really? did. I missed you terribly. I missed you. You didn't. You didn't. Look I what happened. Right before We're, the show, Julia oh was like, God. hey, can you move the camera closer? I moved the camera like, closer. Let it go. Bam. Let it go. Bam. Let it go. Oh, oh, let it go. Look, Katie, look who's here. Oh, she, 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 can you see her? Oh, you can't see her there. She, can you see her? She's Where's Charlie? Oh, so Charlie's not right here. You know why? Because I'm at my sister's house. Oh, that's right. You didn't Go bring on the show. 45 minutes away. Would you go buy a covered wagon? What? Did you go buy covered wagons? You take the buggy out? I had a really nice horse. (laughs) You had a nice horse. (laughs) (laughs) Her her name was Julia. Okay. All right. right. So how you doing, kiddo? I'm good. I'm good. I uh, I have these notes. We're gonna do All trivia right, again with the notes. We're gonna do tr- these are the trivia notes for the end of the oh, show. Oh, do you remember them? Yeah. Oh, it's okay. The game is: Are you smarter than a seventy-year-old? <laughs> you think our guest will play with us? Um, I don't know, Jimmy. Do you want to? You want to include our guest in, the, in this, or do you want this to be? That's true. All right. Well, let me talk oh, a I little bet bit. She's of... really smart. Well, if she is, uh. I bet she's got internet that works. Did All I right. tell you my fingers feeling better, but not quite. Still oh, okay. Erect. All right. Well, I'm whatever the. I'm glad you solved the problem of the internet. I know. Yeah, I have you, to travel to my sister's. Who told that? Who told you to move? You're a mean woman. I am. I like oh, your blouse, though. Thank you. I'm not wearing a bra either because I was. I'm only showing me from here up. Not that you would notice anyway. Can we tell the story about Arlene? <laughs> yeah, you could tell. So, Julia, God bless her, had a neighbor. Her name was Arlene, and she was elderly. She's what, 80 something? 80s, yeah. Yeah. And so Julia was kind enough to take her to the, to the doctor occasionally, and she would bathe herself in Jean Nate. That's right. <laughs> Julia loved that. And but uh she would ask for like follow-up right before the doctor. And then one time he said, uh, bring your insurance card and wear a bra. And then she called back, she's like, I bring my insurance card and I'll wear a bra. 
And I was waving the bra. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought that was the best advice. I miss her. She says she she left us. Oh God, it's gotta be when was I on AGT? No. So six years ago. Yeah, she was 2016, 2016, 2017. She passed 2017, right after. Right? She yeah. passed that year. Yeah. It was five yeah, years yeah. ago, right? Five, six years yeah. ago. Wow. Yeah. That time. So anyway. Anyhow, let's get All on. Right. Let's, let's, let's talk about a happier thing. My Our notes are almost today. dry, so. Right, can I, a little can I, more blowing. They'll be okay. Right, can I do the introduction uninterrupted, un, unimpeded? Whatever. All right. By the way, I'm going to see. I'm going to see a play tomorrow with our friend Susan Sandler. Oh my so, God! You're hobnobbing yeah. with the big girls. We're going to. Uh, we're going to Broadway. A play like on Broadway. real New York Broadway. Yeah, like real. You know, the last time I I went, I saw a Broadway show. No. Here's the show I saw. I saw a funny thing happen on the way to the forum starring Phil Silver. That's <laughs> the last time I went to a New York theater. Yeah. You know, they have a, a transit system now, right? <laughs> now, they have, now they have their talkies now. They can see. Right. That's good. Anyway, they, um, with voice and audio. It's good, Julia. So I'm so excited about our guest today. Stop it. You stop it now. Stop it now. Stop yeah, it we, now. We see it too. You see her? Oh, no. okay. Here, she's right here. Voices in your head, you maniac. Yeah, that's what they are. Um, I, I love this woman. I, uh, we met, I think the first time we worked together was out in Detroit. Or as, as they say out there, Detroit. Good job, Jimmy. Uh, he is a um, sort of an icon. Oh, my God. Definitely an icon. I'm like, yeah. girl, I'm like totally girl crushing on this woman. Have well, you would. I, I know I fell in love with her, too, when we were together. But but no, she thinks she's got some, some big news. So both of us have to put our crushes on hold. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come back right after our little message, uh, Suzanne Westenhofer, call your friends, make the popcorn. You're going to love her. All right. We'll see Hello. you in a little bit. Yes, huh? Suzanne's on soon. Come <laughs> back. Uh, hey. Hey, listen. My album, Julie Scotty Jersey Fresh, is available everywhere now. You can download it wherever you want. Everywhere. It's really kind of funny. It's like 10 bucks. Come on, buy the damn thing, will you? And also, uh, check out on the Dry Bar, my comedy special, Dry Bar Comedy, uh, it's called Julia Scotty Jersey Fresh. So you can, it's my understanding that if you sign up for Dry Bar, you can see it like 100,000 comics on there. But you can, of course, have to watch mine. Uh, but you get a free month, I think. It's still going on like that. So again, my album, Primal Cuts and my special on Dry Bar, Jersey Fresh. It's so simple. Come on, do it. Do it for me. Do it for your mom. I love you. Bye. Okay, we're back. And uh, we're ready to go. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Uh, the, you know, satellites are amazing. Beaming, we're sending us up in the air and bouncing off a satellite. It's landed in this lady's house right now. I love her. Uh, you're going to love her, too. Do you know Suzanne? I do. I opened for her uh, one time. Oh, well, you have to re sure. remind her of that. Okay. I'm going to. Please. Let's bring her on. Uh, Suzanne right. Westenhofer. 
Where are you? Come on down. Tell me that you can see me. We can oh, yeah. see you and you look so comfy. Oh, I know. Well, I can't remember my Apple ID, so I can't get into my computer right now. My girlfriend's working. She, we made a, our garage her office years and years ago, but she's on Zoom. She's working, so I can't go, what's my Apple ID? And um, I tried a couple, and then I went, oh, no, I better not try anymore, because so I'll get locked out, right? So well, you're wait on a minute. My Let phone. me let it's cool. Let me That's see. Good. Let me see that left hand there. What is that? What am I seeing on the left hand there? What the, what the hell? What the hell? Is uh, that marriage? Are we I married? Got, I got married the day <gasps> after Christmas. I knew that, but I just wanted to. Yay! So now, are you happy? Is it so far? Is it going well? What's she gonna say? No, Julia. Can't stand it. She's a nightmare. Um. <laughs> She's from Long Island. I can talk about her like that. Uh, I, I have, I have that. I don't know how you guys feel. You're ladies, um, but I had that whole sort of '70s Gloria Steinem wife marriage, bad, right? You know, I still have all that in my head. And the other day, actually, when we had somebody come over to give us an estimate on a window or whatever, and he said, "Oh, so are you her wife?" And I was all like, "Oh." <laughs> Yeah, it it got it gobsmacks you, doesn't it? Right, because of the, and it's the saddest part. It's the word. If you're a child of the '70s, that word is loaded with a negative it, submissiveness. <laughs> it, well, I know for me, it, it usually kicked in the minute I said I do, because then oh. it all of a sudden it's like, it, it, and you know, I say I do, and the voice in my head is like, "You did you again?" Sure? <laughs> yeah. But it's also about roles, right? It's I, like yeah. you're the wife and you play this role and uh, you're the husband, so you play this role. Right. And it's like, well, what, you know, we're gay. Where do we fit in all that? Well, that was I, the problem. I, it, it's, it's, a, it's just an old thing. I, it, it's absolutely left from being a child of the 70s. I know that because my girlfriend is a child of the 80s. And so even though she never wanted to get married and she's a gold star lesbian, never been with a man oh, and all that stuff. Oh, oh, oh. But she doesn't have that negative connotation. She didn't even know who Gloria Steinem was. Oh, my God. Her. Well, that's just a function of being born in the 80s. Could you move your camera to the left a little but, bit? But still, like like you say. In no, the other way. That, yeah, keep yeah, going oh, a little great. bit more. A little bit. There you go. So, okay. Suzanne, you feel you grew up in the 70s you were born in 61 right yeah so really but feel- to me it's like you think of all if, if all your junior and senior high school years are yeah. the 70s aren't you a child of the 70s yeah so i'd probably be like i'm just a few years behind so i'd probably be like a child of the 70 80s right but i'll bet that early 80s like 81 82 they felt not not so much changed yet yeah. so it probably we probably have very similar yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't want to freak you out, but I like when I was coming out and you were doing your thing, it was like, holy shit, this person is like, you know, because you were you were a trailblazer. I mean, you well, were really out there up front. Uh, I did it in 1990. Yeah. And I was headlining before the end of 91. I had, at the, you know, the duplex in New York. Yeah, sure. Um, I started uh, my first time d- doing stand up was July 31st, 1990, you know, at a, um, an open mic. 
And I got up and said, well, I guess I'll be the only lesbian comedian this evening. And everybody laughed. (laughs) (laughs) And they laughed because they thought I was kidding. Plus, I had the long, uh, the family girl had blue eyeshadow up to here, you know. Um, And then I said, and then I continued on with it. And you, what do you, you only get to do like five minutes. And they had a contest by audience applause. And I won this little contest. First time ever doing stand-up. So then you think, wow. oh, I got this. I do that with golf. I'm like, if I, I put a couple things together, I'm like, I'm going to be on the LPGA. Oh, nice. <laughs> but, so that was your first time ever on stage as a comic? 1990, July 31st. And, but by 91, weren't you on Sally, Jesse, Raphael? January. The next, yeah. January. And so, and then by the spring around uh, April, I had, I headlined a weekend of my own show at the duplex. I hadn't even been doing stand up for a full year. How much time did you have at that point? Wait, say it again, Julia. How much time did you have at that point? I've always had a lot. Initially, it's, it happened because I thought every time you got up, you know how like I got up that first time and win a little contest and I was so excited. Then you make all your little comic friends and it was 1990 New York City. So there's a million clubs open, a million, sub, you know, a million cabarets. So I would go and do uh, stuff like Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, you know, trying to get better. Right. And every time I would do it, I would do completely different stuff because I thought you had to. Wow. wow. So you were... Oh wow! I didn't know I you were allowed to repeat stuff. <laughs> How oh long my did god! Going for? Oh my god! I'll bet because I was so freaked out because all my other friends, of course, were doing their same five and ten minutes set, trying to get it better and better, which I now understand. <laughs> and so I don't know. Six, eight months into it, I'm like, "Don't you get tired of say or get no? Oh no! I remember I asked a gal, don't you get in trouble for like?'" Like there's some sort of comedy yeah. police for doing He's this. yank you off. Uh, right? You've done this bit before. You did this joke somewhere else in town. And um, she said, what the hell? Are, you know, she was like, what are you talking about? And when I said, well, don't we have to have new stuff each time we get up until you're famous? or so, You know what I mean? Like that. And she was like, um, no. And I was like, so... Okay, I can say the same joke again. <laughs> but what a great habit to get into, you know, in terms of developing new material. I mean, you know. Um, but it seemed like you never used it again. You developed it and then you went on to the next show. <laughs> I have a, 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 do you remember those little tiny cassette tapes? The little, oh, yeah. the little ones? The micro recorders, yeah. Yes. I have a whole bunch of those from that time period because that everybody would tell you you're supposed to tape your set and right. of course in the beginning i didn't understand why i was taping my set she would do a new stuff every night right because i didn't know that what you were doing was to hear when they laughed and to start sharpening right. it up and editing and stuff like that i was right. doing raw stand-up for six months in almost eight months including headlining for a weekend at the duplex all right so let, let me stop you there for a minute so you were you were out as there were there were a lot of gay and lesbian comics in New York around that time. Some were out. No, some no, were. no, not then, not in ninety. There was just ninety. Yeah, in ninety, yeah, you were was, the first, right? You were the not first the, no, no, openly. The, the I said, that's what I said openly. Yeah. It, oh yeah, uh, there were a lot of comedy. There were a right? lot of comics who were lesbians, but openly right. doing comedy. Correct. The only ones in I was the only one in the clubs in New York City. 
And the only ones around that I knew, back then. Yeah, I, the only ones I knew that existed in reality were Kate Clinton. And by then, by 90, and maybe even before, she didn't do clubs. She did right. gay events. She had her, it was perfect. You know what I mean? We, we worshipped her. We carried her out on our arms. You know what I mean? And, no, but what um, I, I meant though that there were there were male gay male comics too. There was uh, funny gay males. Funny, funny gay, gay males, males, but there was you know Larry Amaros was out at that point. Uh, yeah, uh, but he wasn't around quite yet. He would come around about a year or two later. I feel like. Okay. Um, and then Scott, but uh, as far Scott. as out on stage at the time, there were yeah. uh, there was me and yeah. in the clubs. Okay, so that's where I yeah. want to start this conversation because you and I okay. have spoken about this. Uh, off stage in the past, you, you was it your intention to just um, work solely to gay audiences, or was it your intention to be um, universal? I guess is the word I'm looking for here. Yeah, um, I, I know you said you felt you sort of been left out of the. Um, I don't want to say mainstream; it's such a horrible word, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. Uh, here's, <laughs> here's how it started. I. From birth, I thought I was going to be a famous movie star, famous Broadway actress. I'm in uh, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, living by the river near the Amish. Sure. Um, um, my, my mom wouldn't let me move to New York City when I was 18. She like begged, begged, begged me to go to college first and get, you know, get a degree in case you want to be a teacher because everybody was supposed to be a teacher well, back then. A fallback anyway. position, yeah. Right. Of course. Yeah. So I won a, a, a grammar scholarship. Which, okay, yeah. And that helped because I didn't have any money. And back then there were all these PEOG and Pell Grants and all this stuff. Right. Uh -huh. And so I went to state school there in Pennsylvania. And then when I graduated, I went to, and and when I was I was in school about two years in college, then in 1981, I, I went, I'm a lesbian. And the moment I knew I was a lesbian, because I had always been an activist, um, I became the loud lesbian on this little campus in 1981. With I can't imagine that. I know. <laughs> and with this other guy, Kent Kruhopper, also from Lancaster County, can you tell? Uh, and a gal, Sue Spahn, because I think there were only like, and I was in the theater department, but there was only like maybe eight gay people that we would, would say it. Right. It was 1981. What college was this? Where did you go? Um, Clarion University. Yeah. It's up by Slippery Rock, just a little sk state school. Okay. I didn't want to go to school. I was wasting time to make my mom be okay about me going to New York, where I was supposed to be famous. Um, so I started a gay group on campus called Guy Act, the Gay Information and Concerns Team. And like, and seriously, there were like eight of us, and uh, and two teachers. Neither of what both both of whom were were gay, but were not allowed to be out. Yeah. Um, because you get fired. That, right, that was sure. just that wasn't that wasn't even a discussion. Don't I know the, it? I, I when I 80s. taught, I was yeah. I was well when I taught, and I was in. I I was. That's uh, right. You taught too. I had to be undercover. But yeah. Undercover. So when I so. went to New York City, um, I the first thing you start doing is standing in line and going to all those auditions. That's right. You know. And I was doing that, but you got to also have a job so you can make a living. Right. So I started bartending because I had been doing that in college, and that just right up my alley. I'm 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 super extroverted. I'm a, I like sales. Like that all was perfect. But all of a sudden, I'm like, I don't know, 28, 29 years old. I've been bartending. 
now I'm like the head bartender and the bartender trainer. And, and it, congratulations. And, yeah. Right. And, uh, I, I had regulars, you know, every day, what, the, what, what we now, we now call alcoholics. alcoholics. Oh. Yes. Um, back then we just said regulars. Right. <laughs> it's like, it's just like cheers. Right. <laughs> totally. And this guy said to me, that was just so, he said, um, I saw a comic on uh, HBO last night and he's not even, he wasn't even as good as you are here with us all day, every day. Cause I was the Monday through Friday through um, happy hour gal, uh, lunch through happy hour. Um, cause I like that crowd. Cause it is, it's alcoholics and business, right, you know? Sure. And um, he, but so he said this and he goes, why don't you ever try stand up? And at the time, between being, and I was a member of ACT UP and Queer Nation and the Lesbian Avengers and all that stuff, right? And I was, this is New York. It was like, it was now 1989. And he's telling me this. And he kept coming in like every other day talking to me about, why don't you just do stand up? And finally I turned to him and I said, what am I going to do? Get up on stage all of a sudden, start talking about some boyfriend or husband. And he goes, well, I, no, I guess, well, can't you just talk about, being a lesbian the way you do here all day, every day, we always have to hear about it. <laughs> all lesbian all the time. All lesbian all the time. And um, all, and I, so I thought, yeah. And then, so I decided to do it. It was, an a, it was an activism though. I was doing it. I didn't think I'd ever make a living. I didn't think I'd ever continue doing it. I was going to do it until they, I assumed, made me stop. I was going to tell funny stories that, but that made change the world for for gay people were you doing it in the in the the top Clubs. three any, any of the top three catch strip or oh improv? catch is the first one that passed me wow. okay yeah they were my they were my home club was that lewis that passed you yes okay wow oh gosh we're going way back now the way um, back well, no, he went yeah. over to caroline's he was working at caroline and i worked at caroline's a lot she was yeah. wonderful to us. She, in fact, took me to Gloria Steinem's 60th birthday party at the Waldorf Astoria. Wow. And it, How was that? It was amazing because, you know, she had bought a big table. And see, she had her personal friends, but she asked me. Um, Caroline was, or Gloria Steinem? Caroline Hirsch. Okay. Caroline mm -hmm. asked me to come because um, she just wanted her table to be girls. And, I mean, I... It was like 1992. I mean, and I was so, I'm in the Waldorf Astoria for Gloria Steinem's birthday with the owner. That's I the met pinnacle. Barbara Walters. That's the pinnacle of, you know, I, everything. Yeah. So, and, and so everything happened very fast. It's like, um, I, I did it out of activism. Like lesbians are people too. Homos are fine. Stop hitting us. Stop, you know, stop firing us. Right. And because I had always used jokes to get that across in all the other things I was doing, that's what I did when I did stand up. And I just kept waiting for a time when they would say, you're not allowed to do it anymore because you're gay. And instead I was making my living doing it in less than two years. You touch on an important point, though, comedically speaking. For even and this is a, we have new comics that watch the show too. I think I, we think anyway. I'm not sure. I know, we right? We don't know. But 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 the fact that you you spoke your truth right from Jump Street, like you did. You know, you were an act. You say you were an activist, but I was. What you were? 
what you really were doing was just speaking your truth. And right. that resonates with a lot of people. It's, it's a hard lesson I had to learn. Um, you know, when I, and I didn't really learn it until I came back, uh, you know, after, after a 10 year absence. Go ahead. But Paul. it's a hard trail to blaze. I mean, it's a hard path to lay down and be the first person to do anything or the, you know, to put yourself out there when you don't even know what the reaction is going to be or, you know. But I, I have a, the personality that was right for that because I, my sister and I make this joke that we've been doing since we were a kid. If only everyone would just listen to us, the world would be amazing. <laughs> we know all the answers and we care about everyone. You know, do you make that face when you say it though? I mean, that's probably you kind of have to. Yeah. And so I didn't like, I'm mentoring a comic, a younger, a younger comic right now, an openly lesbian comic. And we're so similar. But one of the things that I see, not just in her, but in, in performers, I don't have a lack of confidence. No, you definitely she don't. Does. Have that. No. I have that kind of like, why? Of course, you should listen to me. I'm amazing. I mean, I'm better now that I'm a much, much older person. But you know what I mean? I didn't. Yeah. So what? I didn't fear anybody. And the one you must remember the name of the guy, but he's passed away, and I've forgotten. The guy who was running the comic strip. Lucian. Lucian Hold. Lucian Hold. He told me, because I auditioned there, but just like at the uh, improv and at the um, Catch Rising Star and stuff. Uh, and he told me afterwards, you know, he gave me a dressing down about it. This is ridiculous and nobody's going to want to see this crap on television. And you're a pretty girl. And they're not, they're not going to ever let lesbians be on TV or people talk about being lesbian on television you know he really went and he didn't pass me and he said you come back when you're ready to uh just be a fun pretty girl like you know like you're supposed to be kind of thing what was your reaction and i went fuck you like it never even occurred to me to be like like i was bummed oh my god the comic strip but i was i got past that catch a rising star and they were at that time they were the the best the club, club in New York. Yeah. they were the, yeah, the they were they, were, they, they were. were the chic the chic yep or whatever they, they were be. uptown well that's where like elaine from elaine's restaurant she was i mean they were all yeah that's where all the hit all the cool kids went yeah that's what it, yeah and it uh i didn't even know all that until when I, we, when you first came out you just audition at every club oh right. yeah right you just do everything stand um, out in the rain wait for a number oh my god yes <laughs> waiting for a number on, out in the cold, yeah. I, uh, so stupid. I know. I did it. Yep. Can't believe we I did, did that. I never, I never got around to auditioning for for any of the Broadway stuff. I was, um, I was intimidated by that, in that I didn't have a path to follow. Whereas I've never been intimidated to just start a march, because uh, one of the first one of the first things I ever did. I was like 15 years old in high school. And uh, in, where I'm from, uh, seventh through twelfth grade is one building, and there mm -hmm. were like eight, eight or nine hundred kids. Right? It's really small. Um, so I'm in like tenth grade, and my boyfriend is a wrestler. He's on the wrestling squad, and he's always uh, not eating to make weight and spitting and doing all this stuff, and to you know to make the weight spitting? he's supposed to be in. They used to spit all day because they and thought probably excess sweat weight too, right? Yeah, and sweat. 
Yeah. And I didn't understand this, but he always did. He, you know, and I, I said, cause I, and I would say, why don't you just eat what you, what we have at the cafeteria? And he's like, cause there's no vegetables. There's no, you know, it's just, remember it was the 1970s. It was just SpaghettiOs and right. Everything was just starch, starch, starch. starch. And so um, I had heard that other schools had salad bars. And so I went to our principal who got to know me and put up with me, bless him, <laughs> bless him, he put up with me. Um, and I said, we need a salad bar. And he was like, we can't afford that. We're not doing that just for a bunch of football players and wrestlers. They can, you know what I mean? Uh, make They can make weight. I made weight, when I, whatever. And so I let us sit in in the cafeteria <laughs> where nobody would buy or eat food, the food. And, yeah. uh, and I only had to do it for like, I don't even think it was three days. And they brought the salad bar? Yep. Wow. And to this day, there's a stone statue in the, in the cafeteria not, of her high school. Holding no, I, I, my, no, my, my, I, I did, uh, by ninth grade, I had already done something so bad that um, I, uh, I had a relationship with a 41-year-old man when I was 14. And uh, he was married and shit, and he got caught because it's illegal. And um, who knew? I just wanted to have sex. And I didn't want to have like sex with some guy who was my age because I thought they wouldn't know what they were doing. I wanted it to be great from the get-go. I, I want to get an I adult. this is inappropriate, but was it? Uh, yeah, because okay. <laughs> I went after him with everything I had. Was he People, Amish? Oh, no. Okay. Uh, nope, just a regular uh, guy, just lived across the street, neighbor guy. Is um, he out of prison now? Oh, he's dead. Oh, okay. Because uh, he, he was my mom's age. <laughs> so he'd be he'd be like 88 now. Oh, oh Lordy. Is that right? Yeah, something like that. But um, I didn't know I that went about after you. Him on, I went after him on purpose, meaning I like, and so often, especially after the Me Too movement, people will say to me, you were groomed and this or this, and I'm going... I was not, it's not fair to say that. While I absolutely agree, I was a total hussy. Um, well, I absolutely agree he should not have done it and he should have gotten in trouble, which he did, and blah, blah, blah. Um, because ultimately you're the adult. You have to, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Say no. <laughs> right? But uh, I I did it. I went after it with all, full intention. I wanted gusto. to have sex. You went with gusto. Yeah. Can I ask you what your tattoo says? Oh, this one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's the only one I have that has says they're all all the rest of them are stark. It says respect. I don't know if you can see it because of yeah, oh, you can see it now. It. Yeah, respect now. Uh-huh. <clears throat> oh, cool. All I've ever gotten are stars. I got my first one when I was 40. And immediately, and my friends I was with, they woke up the next morning and called me. They were like, Do you have tattoo regret? And I was like, because all I got was this little tiny star right here when I was 40. And I had the exact opposite. I would have, I loved it so much. And, but I knew I wouldn't be able to pull it off. It wouldn't look good. So I've only gotten a handful, you know what I mean? People and, say uh, you get like that tattoo addiction. It's like you get addicted to yeah. it. Yeah. It's like you're addicted to the ink. The ink and the sound and the thing, yeah. I don't, whatever it all is. And, uh, but then uh, in 2009, uh, my partner at the time, uh, cheated on me and it was in a really ugly way and like it was really stupid and so and she talked me into taking her back and then cheated again mm. and uh 
And I was just so like, this is not me. What's wrong with me? You know what I mean? I was in Tampa in Ybor City at the improv. Uh, uh, I was, I knew when I was going home that I had just kicked her out of the house. You know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. And the whole week that I was doing stand up, I was telling this, you know what I mean? Cause I had cheated on everyone I'd ever been with. And I was like, apparently it does hurt. You shouldn't do it. Well, this sucks. <laughs> Cause you're a hussy. That's why. I, right. Exactly. I didn't realize that when it happened to you, it would suck. Right. <laughs> Lesson learned. Now we know. Now we right. know. Okay. And I, and, well, I well, these, let's... and I had these, and I had these tattoos. So the guy who was um, in charge of security there, the, after my last show on the Sunday night, he said, uh, uh, I'm going to take you somewhere. You trust me? And I'm like, yeah, I think I do. And um, he said, we're just going to walk, which why it was, you know. So we walked up the street. We went into a tattoo parlor. We went into the back room and there was a gal sitting there all ready to go. He uh, had been telling her my story because I'm telling it on stage each night about whatever. And she wanted to do this. So she did this for me for free as a gift. Oh, wow. Oh, how nice. And she said, every time you look at it now, respect yourself and don't let anybody, you know what I mean? It was so sweet. It started out as a a needlepoint on a pillow. Yeah. (laughs) Let me ask you a question. I I, I mean. No math. I I think I know the answer to it. But you you go on game show networks. I've got a secret. I gotta ask, what was your what was your secret? I didn't have a secret. I was on the panel. Yeah, oh, she had to okay. choose. She had to figure out what the other secret. Oh, I misread were. it. I thought you were the yeah. guest. Oh, yeah, okay. The, the, uh, no, they brought the that. show. They brought the show back to Game Show Network. Um, was that two thousand six? I think right. Uh, two thousand six. Yeah. No, something like that. And we did like, oh my god, fifty or sixty episodes. And then Game Show Network got a new vice president. You know how that happens. And yeah. he no, I don't. Got but ri- okay. Well, he got. It's all never the- happened to me. Yeah. I've never been on a network, so I don't know. Oh. Well, <laughs> when they get a new person, usually that person doesn't want any of the stuff that was started by anybody that's not him. So our show was doing really well in ratings too. We were we were second only to the Match Game, which everybody still watches, right? right. And uh, it was what they they were trying to do is, um, and now I just forgot the guy who was the host. Oh, my God, Bill. I just forgot his last name. Um, but he was a comic. Oh. At the time. But they and, uh, they wanted us to be funny people. But all four panelists, there were four of us, uh, three guys and me, were all openly gay people. It was like okay. Billy Bean and, um, yeah. oh, my God, Frank DeCaro, you know. So they were yeah. trying in 2006, Game Show Network, bless them, was, they were trying to do something about gay rights, basically, which was pretty that's, cool. That's 18 years ago when you think about it. I which know. Is amazing when you do the math. It's just like, how is that even possible? It sounds like yesterday, but. Well, so, but you, but you are, um, as Kathy said, and I and I knew when I, you know, when I mentioned that you really are. There's a, there's a handful of lesbian comics that are icons, and you. I mean, when I I told a friend of mine that you and I were working together, she 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 mauled me. I mean, you know, she, oh, I love that though. Well, no, I didn't want to be mauled. Don't maul me. Yeah, but she, well, it wasn't yeah. Kathy, by the way. It was somebody. It was me. It was me. It was very was rarely hit mauled. I, I remember opening for you, Suzanne. Um, we were in New Hope, Pennsylvania. Uh, it was a school or something for probably a gay pride event. And I've done New Hope a lot, but it usually did the winery. 
No, this was at and a I school. I never had an opener. Yeah, there. no, I opened for you. That I know it but sounds what was weird. It, for? it was for like a gay pride event or something. That sounds more right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, I don't think you picked me as an opener. Somebody else was like, hey, do you I probably didn't Michelle? know anybody. Oh, no, you didn't know. But you told the funniest story after I was, uh, I sat in the back. The Martina Navratilova oh, yeah. story. Oh, my God. The funniest story. And if you get a chance to see it on YouTube, I'm sure it's on YouTube because you've had to oh, it's, that. It's, I actually, if, if I, I mean, I changed it um, as it, the, sh the story grew, but, um, and I, I, it's on like my HBO special, which yeah. is, which is only on, I think it's only on, that's on VHS. Oh my gosh. That's, so <laughs> but, but it was a great, it was so oh, funny. And uh, do you, you still talk to her? I mean, I know um, as a matter of fact, we are now friends and have been for years. What's weird about that is I was lusting after her from 1981 or something, you know, the moment I came out. Mm -hmm. And, um, then of course I got to meet her a bunch of times when I first started stand up and stuff. And I was like, Ooh, and I would freak out. But, when I met her at the March on Washington in 1992, we're backstage because you're out in the mall. It's a big thing. So outside, she was talking to me. And I had at the time, I had a hairband that was holding my head, um, all my 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 uh, spiral pearl. I had a spiral <laughs> perm. Oh, and fancy. So my, and I was looking right at her talking, but the sun was right in my eyes, even though I had sunglasses on. And I could feel my forehead burning, but I didn't move or change positions or do anything because I had her attention and she was paying attention. Have you spoken to her since she announced her illness? She actually called me um, the, I think it was on Sunday, would, would have been Sunday night. Um, Cause she didn't want me to wake up and see. Oh, wow. Oh, Martina yeah. has cancer, you know? Yeah. And she's and like, she, everything's good. Blah, blah, blah. You know? Right. And, and just but, for people that she had, she was diagnosed with throat, throat cancer, throat cancer, throat. and something else, right? And they also found was it breast cancer? I think so. It's yeah. I think it's breast, breast and throat. Two cancers, but they were not related. It was one. Was, but they're in their yeah. they're both in their stage one. Like she's right. treatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. That's great. I get what you're yeah. saying about being crazy hot for her too. Back then, I was I was too, and oh I wasn't even I wasn't even on the team yet. That was, should have been a clue right there. But, right? What's hmm, hmm. Well, you know, it's funny because back in the city. Yeah, but how are you going to, listen, if you're not going to know, there, no one even said the word lesbian when I was growing up. We, we They said gay man and they said homosexual and never in a nice way. But right. you know what I mean? It was like we didn't even exist. So, and until I was myself, probably, I don't think I met. I don't think I met and became friends with transgender folks until I was 19 in college. Right. Um, there, there was no language for you to even know what you, there was what, no way to go feeling, who you are, how you, the you know. confusion. Like I can remember watching laughing as a kid. Uh, what was that on 66 or something? I was probably like 13, 14, 15, just, just, and, and everybody was going nuts over Goldie Hawn. I don't know. Yeah. But look at Lily Tomlin. I mean, oh. she's really cute. <laughs> you know, she wasn't out yet. Oh no, but I totally, I, 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 I'm the same way. So you and I like a butcher girl. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't I they love cute now? Tomlin. Like, if you see Lily Tomlin now with Jane Fonda and Aren't they? I haven't cute seen together? the movie yet. I cannot wait. Oh yeah, 
Oh, the one about the eighty, together. the eighty-five year olds with the oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I've been and I, uh, I've been lucky enough to know Lily since uh, I actually met her in the late eighties before I was doing stand up. <laughs> I was Geraldine Page's dresser. Oh my god! In a broad, in a, in a off Broadway show. Um, yeah, and I worked with F. Murray Abraham and all those people. It was fantastic. And um, Lily is a huge, was a huge Geraldine Page fan, and she kept she came to the uh, a couple shows, and Geraldine knew that I was like Lily Tomlin, you know. So, <laughs> Do that again. <laughs> so she 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 told me to come to this cast party, and I was at this cast party. I was entertaining people just sitting at this table. I'm just always been loud and able to talk. I'm not shy, um, and all of a sudden there was a woman sitting next to me and it was Lily Tomlin because the person I had been majorly entertaining because I thought she seemed like she really was introverted and was uncomfortable being there was Jane. Jane. And I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know what she looked like. That's right. And she she never, said we never got Jane. to see her. Yeah. Oh my right. God. I didn't know. She didn't say I'm Jane Wagner. I'm Lily Tomlin's partner. I write all her stuff. You know what I mean? She went, I'm Jane. And so I just was sitting there making her laugh and like three other people and being all this. And all of a sudden this woman joins and she's sitting on the chair next to me. And I look and I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. were, were, were they like a couple couple, like uh, in mm -hmm. terms of you could tell, like they were affectionate <clears throat> towards each other. And, and no, you knew they no, were, no, no, okay. not in the 80s. No, no yeah. She it's was so, so I mean, Lily was so very cool for so many years about, Oh. giving Jane the credit, you know, for the co-writing of the shows and, Make, and making she, that. Yes. Making, I love that too. I know. Unless you could read between the lines. Well, these are the lines. I got arthritis, but it's oh, right. between the lines, you know, you couldn't really, you couldn't really get the message. You, you Maybe it could be, you weren't sure. And right. I think I always thought that was wonderful that she gave Jane oh, yeah. for all those years, you know, uh, what's I she like? It, who, what? But what's Lily Tomlin? I mean, what is she Lily's like? Lily's very, she's very introverted. Mm. Yeah. She's quite shy. Um, she's, and she's not like food a bit funny, funny like that. Right. Jane is, but Jane is even, but Jane is, is shy at those kind of events anyway. Like I, over the years, I, I always end up somewhere in a corner and I'm talking to Jane because she's so fucking smart and so funny. Yeah. But I don't think she doesn't like a, an audience. Okay. All right. This so, is why she never came in front that of never, yeah. yeah. So you're, uh, where was I going with it? Oh, about, uh, do you think being out hurt your career? And I think I know oh, the yeah. answer to this. But, all right. And I know we've talked about that in the past. Oh, we did. Can yeah. we just spend some time on that? Well, when we were, you know, uh, can we spend some time on that? What specifically? Well, I mean, right from the kept... start, if you just if you just look at what they told you about the guy at the comic strip, right away one of the main clubs wouldn't let me play, right from the right. start. So right. how did you navigate that? Did you just find clubs that would let you play, or did you look for different venues, or was, yeah, was there just, a just, friendly just, fire somewhere? <laughs> no, I mean, I and once I. I was just, I had a confidence that was just ridiculous. You know, did you I mean? have an was, agent at the time or man? Pardon me? Did you have an agent or a manager? Oh my God, no. No, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a stupid question. My bad. No, it's not. It's just that, uh, I mean, 
I, I remember when uh, all through the 90s, when I did have an agent, I have an agent now, but sure. um, he, they would send me to a, a an audition and this is the kind of stuff I would get. I would, so I would come in and sit down with the, per the casting director and they would look at my, pic my picture and then they would turn it over and they would go, oh, stand up comic. And you're like, well, sorry about that. And then oh, it says you're openly gay. Um, yeah, we can't use you. I got that all the time. Wow. Well, let me let me ask you another all question then. Um, there was no secret that Paul Lind was was gay and, and openly, right? And and yet he, he, he openly had these, gay though, right? Well, well I mean, open in the way that we think of it now, meaning if you wanted he, to, he proclaimed it, it. Could yeah, yeah. Okay, but it wasn't but a surprise come out to and anyone. Say, I'm I gay. Right. It wasn't a surprise. Right. No. But the, I think the difference is more, I mean, it was a surprise for us, for people like Rock Hudson and stuff like that, because they were good looking, yes. handsomely men. But uh, somebody who was effeminate, like um, Paul Lynn, we, you know, we always did that. They, my mom did it. They, my, my grandmother loved him. Uh, it was, they just sort of made it. It was like, oh, they're actors, funny actors. <laughs> oh, those but people in entertainment okay. business are all like that. But you talk about Rock Hudson. I can remember when I was a kid, members of my family, older people, would talk about Rock Hudson. Like, you know, you know, you know oh, he's really? a big fruit. You know, he's a big gay. He's a big oh, homo. Wow. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no yeah. one I had ever... And I was deep in movies, and I had an aunt that was deep in movies, too. Of course, we were also in a little tiny town in Pennsylvania, but I had not... Uh, I don't think I heard about Rock Hudson until I was in college, at least. I well, didn't it was, yeah, and, and, was probably he passed and it came out. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Well, when it finally came out, but I mean, you I know, live they, in they, a small town in Pennsylvania, too. <laughs> do you really? Yeah, I do. I figured that would come up. Hey. <laughs> she, she's on a mountain. She lives on a mountain top. Where? where? Western Pennsylvania. Out Over there. where I went to college? Yeah. 40 miles southwest of Pittsburgh. Wait, 40 miles southwest? Yes, so close to the West Virginia so, line. Yeah, Virginia? Like Washington. West, well, we're 13 miles from West Virginia. West Virginia, yeah. I'm like, damn. damn near. Yeah, I know. Oh, no. Does that mean you say pop? No, not anymore. <laughs> I spent 25 years in Philadelphia. No, I Thank don't. God. Thank yeah, God. Thank no. God. I'm civilized. I'm civilized, even though the. <laughs> All right, so let's, let's, gun let's case over there. But anyway, go ahead. Let's let's crank up to the present. What what are you doing? Uh, what are you doing? You and I were supposed to work. She's together waiting for her wife to COVID. get off the, the other Zoom call so she can get her figure out how to use my no. Um, well, you know, I out here in Los Angeles, like everyone, we got shut down. You know, March twenty twenty, but we didn't open up again here in. California until around May of this year, April and May of this year. And we had the mask mandate and people still were not going out and stuff like that well into the summer. Now you say, I don't mean to interrupt. You say we in LA, are you in LA? Are you? In... Uh-huh. Yeah. I oh, okay. Angeles. You're in LA now. Okay. I thought you were still in Pennsylvania. My bad. I'm oh sorry. gosh. No, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Um, That's okay. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just wasn't and sure. So where I didn't do show, you know, I didn't, I didn't do a live show for nearly two years. And um, that was the worst. I'm, I'm still healing from that. I don't know how to explain it to you because it's like, it was so awful. Um, 
and I did a lot of as much stuff as I could do online, but I didn't like that at all because I engage, I want to engage with the people, right. you know, and, um, I'm a hugger. I'm a toucher. I'm like the worst person with the, of this viral stuff. Everything I love to do, they took from me. Yeah. You know, like the Catholic church. I, <laughs> fortunately, well, while we did grow up from. in a Catholic neighborhood, I myself was Lutheran <laughs> Catholic light. <laughs> Yeah, all the flavor without the fat. Yeah, it was it was tough. It was tough those two years. I. Uh, uh, it really it, was. Yeah, and I feel. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I feel. I mean, I feel like since November of 2016, I've just been beaten, and we're only just coming out of it because the election with, and having oh. lived having lived right there, in Richfield Park, New Jersey. For ten years until like nine till ninety three. You went to Richfield Park. Yeah, I didn't know that. Wait off, I, wait on Grove Street, right off Queen Anne Road. Yeah, I'm from I'm from Cliffside, Fairview. Well, of course, I mean because I wanted. Remember, I was going to be a Broadway star, so I had to. When I was out of college, I had to move to New York. But I, I my my girlfriend and I had a golden retriever, and you couldn't get a apartment with a for a golden retriever in the eighties, and it was so expensive if you could have. So we were able to get. Um, you know, an apartment where we could have the dog and it was like a human sized apartment just across the George Washington Bridge. Right yeah, there. I know. I know it well. I, I, I graduated from Palisades Park High School. Oh, my. Yeah. And yeah. I lived there for I lived there for uh, almost 11 years. I loved it. Yeah, well, I loved it, too. I hated moving to where I am now, but uh, that's the way I got married. Oh, I love Los Angeles. You could you could never get me out of Los Angeles. I was going to say, do you like living there? Love it. Maybe I got a bad impression of it. I just, it I always just... liked LA. I always liked well, it. Well, I will, I won't kid you. I started coming here in 95 for auditioning and stuff like that, which was gruesome. Um, and I didn't love it. Uh, then I, uh, by, by 96, I was renting a, a condo over in West Hollywood so that I would, and I was like here half the year. And then the rest of the year I was out on the road, you know, stuff like that. And um, I'll bet it took, two full years and then all of a sudden you're back on the east coast during winter or something and you're just like why do people live like this, <laughs> this, right. this you know your doors are frozen shut right yeah, there it just and i mean i grew up in pennsylvania and then i lived in jersey new york here for 10 years like i'm not i'm not it's not like i'd never had any of that or any of that it was just that when you suddenly don't have to fight the weather ever Right now, it's so fun to be in um, Southern California because we just got the worst storms ever. Yeah. And the truth is, down here in SoCal, the majority of all it did is it rains. Right. So we had rain for a bunch of days. But people are like, I mean, I've done it. I walk out my front, <laughs> I walk out my front porch, and my neighbors do when it's raining, and we look at each other like, look. <laughs> <laughs> There's water coming from the sky. Do you see it too? <laughs> At least you don't have to worry about fires this this summer, right? That's where we are. I, we're I, I'm pretty well placed. I'm um. It's called Spalding Square, which is a made up, you know, thing they make up for real estate and stuff like that. But it's a historic HPOZ, all that stuff. the The little neighborhood I'm in is like uh, four blocks by two blocks, and we can't paint our houses certain colors and all that. Everything has to stay like. 1919 yeah. when the houses were built 
Okay. No running water, no plumbing. Well, no, no. You can do anything inside. Oh, okay. Just from if, if on the front, it has to stay looking like the craftsman homes. You know, I mean, it has to stay looking like the bungalows. You're not allowed to change you know, that. That's, that's kind of nice, though. That's I love kind it. Of a nice effect, yeah. Well, what? Are, all right. So you're you're now going out on the road again. You're back on the road. Or you're oh, and what, well, yeah, I'm back on the road. Obviously, uh, the hard part now is. Um, I'll bet. Oh man, I, I I know four, five, six places that I played once a year didn't make it through COVID. They they were mom and pop cabarets. They were rock clubs. They they couldn't make yeah. it. Um, well, you and I got canceled out in Detroit again. We were supposed to go back and do the same gig again. The, got the, um, yeah, but yeah. they didn't. That that what the one there the couple of them hurt so much because it's like a there was a there was a place in my the one that I think of is it was in Spring Lake, Michigan, which is on the north western part of michigan um and it was just a little rock club and they had never had a comic and then like i don't know 15 years ago i found out about the place and and talked them into having me and it was owned by a couple a married couple and they were old stoners you know old 60s hippies and they were like well we'll try and we'll see how it goes we'll give you that and i i sold out and so they and they loved it and they loved me and and I got to be like friends with them, you know what I mean? And then mm -hmm. I went once a year, if not sometimes twice a year. And then they they weren't able when you're not able to open your doors and make it, they couldn't make it. That story repeated itself so many times all over the country. The, it's just, the, the cabarets. Yeah. And everywhere. they're not coming back. They're not. Coming a lot back. of them are not. I mean, I, I yeah. worry for places like Provincetown and, you know, I worry. What's going to well, happen? Well, Provincetown, I feel like, has more of a uh, financial, you know, they're more financial, yeah, you know, they uh, benefactors, so to speak. But, there are people, people that will support it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think, I guess I, what I was thinking about is how um, so many of the little clubs have closed. Oh, yeah. And, it, and da downtown is only this big anyway, you know? Yeah. I mean, I remember the first time they all closed when with the AIDS epidemic. Right, and then the the cloud, the silver lining on that cloud was that women were able to buy those a lot of those properties, right. and so all of a sudden there was a lot of women-owned restaurants and women-owned clubs and stuff, and it was like woo, and that was like a little renaissance the lesbians had there for the '90s and the early aughts, and then things got expensive again, and so lesbians lesbians almost don't even go there that much anymore. Mm. A women's week is still pretty good in October. Yeah, and so it, the same thing happened though in New Hope. It was, it but, was... yeah, because where I where I live, but you know, it's funny because when one club, you know, a lot of the gay clubs are gone there now. I mean, oh, there yeah. used to be the cartwheel and you oh, know man, the cartwheel. I know, right? And but there are a couple clubs, but you know, I even talked to friends in Key West. It just seems like I don't know if it's because we are more Main accepted street. into society. That's exactly now. what it is. It is. The clubs don't. They don't care if it's two women dancing or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. I, and I always said, and this is something Kate, Kate Clinton and I agreed on too. And so there were other people I used to, I don't want to be mainstreamed. I never wanted that. I just wanted gay to be accepted in the sense that you didn't hit us. You didn't fire us. You know, the, just core stuff. Right, but um, that kind I, of philosophy doesn't it, it? It it sort of segregates you voluntarily from the rest of the 
you know, the straight Wait, people. I, I mean, I, it's, I I'm not disagreeing with you, but I, like, but yeah, the, because the, I was like, I didn't want to get married or have kids, and I didn't know that you needed to do that. If you did, you did fine. Wait, and I didn't care about the right to marry. I worked for it. I marched for it. I did, you, you know, did all it. the stuff you're supposed to. Um, and uh, but I didn't care to be mainstreamed. Like mm -hmm. that wasn't what I needed. Um, or what I felt even gay people in general needed to be mainstreamed. We just needed to be able to live our lives in safety mm -hmm. and, uh, and not to get fired for it. Right. And, uh, but I always thought if we get mainstreamed, uh, the first thing that's going to happen is the lesbian bars are going to go. And that's I was actually told yeah. by, do you remember, do you remember either of you remember um, lesbian separatists? You remember that phrase? You They're not like the, like the turfs. Yeah. That's like the turfs, are they? No, no, that, in fact, that, no. Well, um, in, what, in what reference? In, what, in, what? in the 70s and 80s. So when I came out in 81, mm -hmm. I got, uh, I was educated by separatist lesbians. Mm -hmm. A lot of them lived up in Jamestown, New York, for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, <laughs> but they, I remember these were lesbians who didn't want to be a part of the mainstream or even really a part of the culture. Like, but they created their, it was like anybody else. They created their mm -hmm. own culture, their own little commune type, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They didn't cause any trouble, but they didn't want to be part of it. And I always thought that was a little strange because, you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. whatever. But I remember a couple of those women, and I think of them as the old ladies, but now I realize they were probably in their 40s. <laughs> the old bitches. <laughs> but I remember them saying to me, um, the first thing the patriarchy will do is come for the lesbians, the butch lesbians. It's going to be the first group. They're going to go right after them. And I remember thinking that, does that make sense? I didn't, it didn't even make sense to me in 1982. Do you know what I mean? What does that mean? Right. 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 And then I, and then it really wasn't happening. Then we had that beautiful Renaissance at the end of the nineties over the aughts, you know, where uh, Katie Lang was on the cover of uh, Battery right. Fair and all that stuff. Right. Remember? And um, uh, Cindy Crawford, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and then everything seemed fine, but about, I'm going to say, I'm not sure about the timing here, but about five, six, seven years ago, when everybody became, when ev all the 20-somethings and the, and the teens are uh, non-gender, binary, you know, whatever, I noticed that the first thing that happened is there's no lesbian. It's like nobody wants to say they're a lesbian, except people that aren't, like straight men. I'm a mm -hmm. lesbian, too. I yeah. identify as a lesbian. Well, I, I, have yeah, a, I haven't you been know, hearing I, that I, for 40 fucking years. I've been I, I've been struggling with you know just uh, feeling separated from the lesbian community, you know trans people in general. We, we, and I finally I think I've. Come but do to you a, think a, don't you think that's bad now? And it wasn't before. I always felt so protective of anyone who I understood was trans, and we always got along. And and I have friends who are trans, you know what I mean. And it and I always felt like lesbians kind of were like, yeah, be here because we won't cause you any trouble. We we. You we know, were friends, like we're well, we're, yeah. yeah, kind of in the way that you know, like a, a pet hamster. That's the way it, I Ooh. felt. You know? Oh, I well, know. no, and let me explain why. Let me explain why. Yeah, because I, you know, when and I know my trans girlfriends when we, uh, who transitioned around the time I was, all we wanted to be was considered women, right? And I've changed that in 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 the twenty two years since I, you know, I transitioned. Um, I and and it was a very young trans girl who changed my mind the night before our surgery. We were, 
we were talking. We were in the same hospital room. Right. And uh, she was crying. And I said, why are you crying? She goes, I'm scared. And I go, well, we are. We're all scared. But just think tomorrow you're going to be the woman you always thought you were going to be, right? And she said to me, we are women, but we're not. And at the time, it was hard. It was horrifying to me because I thought, "Oh my God, what does that mean?" But it, it resonated as truthful in my head. And so, over the, these twenty-two years, uh, I've come to peace with that, and I realized that I am woman, but I'm not. I exactly. Have, yeah, I, I have both. That. It does, and to me, and as always, that doesn't mean you, we, you should we should be, you should be treated differently or anything like that. It's just like. I'm a human being who's a lesbian. I'm still a human being. Right. You're a but human I, being. Yes. But there the core but, is human being. But I do this joke in my act. I mean, we, you know, I say that, you know, uh, uh, lesbians don't want us because they see us as men. Uh, straight men don't want us because they see us as men. And that would make them gay. And basically, we're caught between a cock and a hard place. You know, we just, <laughs> it's a great lie, but it's the yes, truth. It is. I know. And, and, with, I don't think I, I must and I could be naive about this because it wasn't my fight to fight. You know, what I mean, mm -hmm. I wasn't feeling it that way, but I always felt so protective of anyone that I knew to be trans. And I'll be honest, I didn't know any trans men for ever, but <laughs> um, I knew a lot of trans women the moment I came out. Right. You know, me matter. Um, and um I felt very protective of them as a woman because I, in my, my feeling about it was like, they know they're a woman, but they're not. And they didn't really get, and they didn't get socialized as a woman in, in the first years. Mm -hmm. And so that must be so hard. And so I, my, I was very, I felt very like this, you know, no, you come over here. Cause I've been a girl forever. I got this. You know what I mean? I'll show you. Then about, like I said, like five, six, seven years ago, the first time I've ever felt like I'm not a part of my community because all of a sudden, if you're not trans or binary or whatever, it's like there's something wrong with you or you're, you're being, I think wait, you're being, I think you're being too much about your, uh, wait, what somebody, they say things like you, you care too much about your genitals. And then I'm like, yeah. And yeah, I get that. Right. I, 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 but I would have, guess what I'm trying to say is I, I'm fine now with being, I guess I am a separatist because I'm fine with being separated from the lesbian community. Uh, who, you know, I don't I want have, to be separated though. No, no, I don't mean, I don't mean emotionally. I, I my you're my friend, Kathy likes to make, we, 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 we should be married. We're so close, but, uh, but I'm much older than she is. <laughs> but can I, I have your I, pension? No, but as a as a trans woman, I feel like I stand in the company of my my own kind, and that we have we are in the process of sort you know asserting ourselves, not just in the LGBTQ community, but in the world, right. and we're fighting that same struggle that that you fought and that gay men fought, and, and you know back right. in the '60s and '70s. So that's that's where we are right now, and and but I love you, you know I love you, oh, and yeah. I've told you that a million I love times. You. And I, I feel like what's ha what we're doing right now in the in our community is separating ourselves um, into all these little groups 
and it's such a mess. And I feel like wealthy white men are standing back going, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're themselves. probably right. Yeah, you're probably yeah. right. Because they well. and and because we're arguing about stuff that they don't give a rat fuck about and they know it's not going to give a shit. You know what I mean? And it yeah. makes me sad because I don't think we realize how we're I feel like we're playing right into their hands. Instead yeah, see, of the, I don't even think about them. They don't even they don't even factor into my life. I yeah. I I am I'm you know I always my philosophy's been head down, one foot in front of the other. Oh. Just keep just keep plowing ahead. My my philosophy has else. been head head up and if I have to if the till the dying day I have to fight the patriarchy. What's your next uh, fight? What's the fight now? Oh man, I'm not I feel I don't know I don't feel like we have one. Well, I make fun of all the letters in our, you know. Oh because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, we first have of all, the alphabet that like all letter, ingrained, right? L B. Yeah. The fact yeah, that yeah. there's a letter for allies, it's just fucked up. There is. I didn't know that. Yeah, one what of the A's, Wait, which one? one is of the that meeting. When did that happen? Well, that's the other thing. When is all this happening? Why? Why are we? You know what I mean? Because we're old, Suzanne. That's all. yeah. I know that. No, part. but is there <laughs> some meeting that we miss? I feel like there is because I feel today. like stuff gets changed and 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 turned around all the time. And they my, like my, there's because there's no reason to have two A's because they have one for asexual and one for allies. Wait a minute. There's one, one for, for asexual. Allies. What? There's one for asexual. Well, then well, I, I should be both. I should be T. All right, I'll take, I'm, and I'm also A. I'm an A, too. Well, I always tell everybody that the asexuals shouldn't get a letter. They should just quietly accept that they're going to end up standing by the L's when they separate <laughs> us. This is a wonderful game. And it game. only hurts because it's true. <laughs> And speaking of games, we're going to wrap right. this up. But we're wrap this up. we started a new feature. Go ahead. The game with us. Are you smarter than a seventy-year-old? Me being. I a don't feel like I am because that's the whole group that is the boomer. You know, no. it's, it's a I dig at me. These questions on Julia. You're not so. seventy. I am. Jeez. Are you? I'll be seventy-one in, in uh, June. I know. I, I don't look I, at that. I really didn't know that. Yeah. Does that mean I we can't be had, friends? Like, I thought, because you kept saying about your age, I kept saying, isn't she like two years older than I am? What's uh, going on here? Aren't you nice? Well, I and really I did think that. No, yeah. and I haven't had any work done. Well, I've had work done, but. But not there. Yeah, from yeah, here up. Oh, no. my God. Put that in your ass. <laughs> I'm so proud I haven't had any work done. Well, not counting. Well, <laughs> Come on. That's genius. <laughs> I so, love that. Uh, I I went to a I told this story I went to a class reunion and somebody came up to me and said you haven't changed at all I'm like oh my god <laughs> and I had my high school picture you know they give you the picture to put pin on you <laughs> oh my god I and I thought my story um, I went to my fortieth uh, high school reunion you know, a couple of years ago and um, <laughs> walked in and I only graduated with like eighty kids right. Oh. Again, it's a small school. And they have this little table and the names of the members of our class that had died. And we had one commit. We had one or two. We had two or three commit suicide oh, wow. boys. Oh. It's fucked up, right? 
But I walk in and I see their names and I'm like, oh yeah, Howard, you know, I'm kind of remembering. And, and then I see Christopher, this, and I won't say, I guess I won't say his last name. And I go, he's not dead. He was my boyfriend from ninth grade all the way through graduation. And his wife found me on Facebook like 20 years ago. And I, he lives out in uh, Wyoming and stuff like that. And I'm friendly with them. Like it was so weird. And I knew he certainly wasn't dead. Yeah. Um, and so I go, uh, this person's not dead. And so now I'm having a conversation with somebody where they're going, no, he is, he's dead. No, I just talked to his wife and he was in the background talking 24 <laughs> hours ago. Oh my God. What'd they do? Did they correct it? Well, they took the thing off. Yeah, they took his name off the table said, and there was all kinds of- He's dead to us, okay? He's yeah. dead to us. <laughs> I didn't think right, of so that. Do you want to play? You want to play the game? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So, all right. So how, I, you, how are you going to do this, Kathy? Well, I'll ask, uh, I'll ask uh, a Suzanne. series of questions. Okay. And we'll see if you gals can I'm not, answer the I'm question. Not that, I'm not that smart, and I have a brain injury. Okay, that's okay. Julia <laughs> right. can help you. So will you get in the picture? We can't see your face. She's fine. Leave her alone. All right. All right. You, you, I keep doing that thing because I know it's wrong. You gotta Suzanne, go you got away this. from These are easy questions. These are easy questions. All right. Question number one. Are you smarter than a 70-year-old? All right, question number one. Who is the main activist for women's suffrage in the US? Right now? No, historically. I would have said Gloria Steinem, but no wait, women's suffragists? Yeah. No, could it Julia? be so it'd be before her. Yeah. Wow. Susan B. Anthony. Julia says she, oh, what's that? I was going to say Susan B. Anthony. Julia? I agree. Yeah. Yay, oh, yeah. girls. Way to go. Yeah. I mean, nice. the, there's been quite a few, though. I was just sitting here. It could have been Elizabeth, Katie Stanton. It could have been her. Elizabeth, Katie Stanton. Yeah. yeah. And. Okay. And the time period is very important because yeah, I did just yeah. You know. Well, suffrage was the clue, right? I, I did, and I didn't. Yeah, that's what I didn't do. I didn't. Why do um, we call I it suffrage? Listen, anyway, I didn't right? listen. That's okay. Why do we call it suffrage? You can just do good. All right, the flower of Saint John's wort. Oh yeah. Or what color? Ooh. Boy, I don't know this one at all. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a guess. I know what St. John's Ward is, and I've used it and all that stuff, and I don't know what the flower looks like, so I'm going to say uh, pink. I'm going to say purple. Yellow. Fuck yellow is the first thing I thought of. I should have Why said didn't you it. say it? Why didn't you say it? It seemed, it seemed so wrong, didn't it? It did. She, she like knocked yellow. me off my, my – I was, I was thinking yellow, too, and, and it was – it, Right? It's all Suzanne's fault. She made me think it's a different color, but – Okay, All right. All right. Next That's question. That's so me. Okay. <laughs> what is the national animal of Canada? The moose? That's not. I Might be the, the beaver. Thing. Yeah, I think you're right. I agree with that. The beaver. But I feel like it's, it should be the moose, but I bet it's the beaver. I think beaver is right because I, they built their whole trade on the beaver. Oh, that's true. Yeah. We all have. We all have. It's just fun to keep saying beaver. That's correct, Suzanne. Is it beaver? beaver? Yes. Wait a minute. I said beaver too. Why is it that correct? You said beaver first and then you agreed. 
I'm sucking up to her. Are we I competing don't... against each other? No, no, no. No, no. We're just oh, collectively. Yeah. I thought right. we were working as a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a team sport. All right. A couple more questions. Which country uses the most olive oil per person? Well, you know, you obviously you're going to think Italy. So now I'm going, I feel like that would be bullshit. Like, is it a trick question? Are they trying to be, are they trying to fuck with you? Yeah. It's yeah. Spain. Because, wait, what do you think? Julie? I was going to say Spain. Oh, Spain. But I feel like, because I just know us, I feel like it's the United States. I just feel you like. Say use or grow or produce. Uses use produce. the most olive oil per person. Well, it would, yeah, of course, the U.S. would beat it because we have more people than any other. Oh, country. I see. But I mean, percentage-wise, I would, percentage I would wise. say. I can't believe it's not Spain, Greece, or Spain or Rome. Italy. Oh, no, oh. Greece. Oh, yeah. Oh, Greece. 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 Yeah. Okay. You said, but you didn't say Greece. You just. Oh, no, I was agreeing oh, yeah, with you. I said you. Italy first, but I. Yeah, I you said gonna... Italy, and then you said the U.S. I was literally. And this right. is how sad I, that I, is. You see what I got to deal with? I agree with her. And yeah, she's giving me shit, Susan. She's, she's a lot. Fucking nuts. Thank God she's attractive. It's all I'm saying. <laughs> I love her. All right. Three more questions. Daisy Buchanan is the female lead character in what novel? Oh, I know that I one. know it. And I can't. Oh, oh my God. Uh, oh, my God. I read it. We all watched the movie. We all read it. <laughs> Great you, you know? Great Gatsby. Great Gatsby. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, I'm seeing the, the cover of the, this is what I find since I, after 50. There's the walking into a room and going, why am I why did I come in here? <laughs> and I like, and I'm always so, I'm an aggressive personality and an aggressive person, even in the house by myself. So I always walk in a room with such a, like an intent and a thing and it, <laughs> And so it's so funny because I'll just go, stamp, stamp. Why am I back here? What did I need? And then do you, you talk go, back. I just, ah! I'll have a conversation to go, why am I in here? You don't know, you stupid bastard. And I will start having that conversation. Oh, you have a conversation. I can, oh, I can, yeah. I, we have two cats. And so I'm, all, I'm always talking to the cats, yeah, if anybody exactly. knows, thinks. Right. Right. Hey, it's listen. Otherwise. I, I'm so glad you decided to do this. Wait, I, am, uh, I have two Wait, more questions. Oh, I'm question. oh, sorry. All right, I'll back questions. off. Fuck, two no. Questions, go, fuck. Scott, no, go ahead, that. go ahead. All right. Jesus what age. country has more than half the people believe that believe in elves, dwarves, and ghosts? Iceland. Oh, my God. How the fuck did you know that? I've been to Reykjavik, and they are so into the whole elf. Oh, my God. Did you know that, Julian? I was gonna say Norway. I was gonna thought it was a Scandinavian Ooh. country, but yeah. I, but All right. I, I would not have said Iceland. No, that was good. That was impressive. That was very I good. Yeah. I literally I learned that because you, when you go there, I've been twice, I think now. <laughs> that it, it there's a lot of elf stuff. <laughs> Evidently, holy oh, shit! Okay. All right, last question, and we will let. Uh, you I go like the you. questions. I'm fine. I don't have anything. Okay. Well, I only have one more. So, what is the name of the mash? Theme song. Oh, I know that. Oh, one, yeah. uh, uh, it, uh You're right. Keep going. Fuck. Yep. Yeah, but I forgot. Um, it's painless. How's it, wor how's it worded? Suicide is painless. Suicide is painless. Yes. Bingo. Very good. Yep. Oh my yep. God, you did really great. That was cool. impressive. 
I gave it both the of you. Oh, okay. I like I like trivia and I love trivia questions. I uh, I I liked it so much that remember when everybody was playing Trivial Pursuit eight in the eighties and stuff. My friends bought me. I I actually still have it. it it's a a like a box with velvet and all that stuff with gold plated um, the little oh. round things and the pie that goes into oh, them. Oh, really? In the Trivial Pursuit thing? You got the deluxe edition. It's you got uh, the Trump edition. It's gold plated. <laughs> yeah, no, it was bought to me by my my friends in like 1989 because I love. Um, Where were you going? I keep, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm trying to show it to you, and I keep forgetting that oh. I have this one like this way. Hold on, you're good. Right. You're fine. Now, we don't see half your face though. Okay, there you go. He's fine. Leave yeah. I want to show you. Now I'm going to show you because you're going to laugh because I can. Because <laughs> I. I'm a little bit of a neat Nick, so I, everything's always in its same place. So wait, look. Uh, I don't know how to turn the camera around here now. You Can hit you the see? little camera. Look. Oh, okay. Oh, oh look at that. Oh my gosh! Look at the trivia pursuit wedges. Look at that. Holy cow! Look at that. It's real heavy. <laughs> oh my gosh! Do you ever play with them when you? Yeah, I have, but oh um. Because Trivial Pursuit was my thing, and I was, uh, and I was really good. I'm trying to figure out what I'm having trouble with my kid, not with the camera, with my name. I have dyslexia, so I keep thinking to myself, going, go this way. It's the opposite of what you think yeah. it's supposed to be. So move right, to and your, that's like a green screen. Move to your left a little. Yeah. Move the camera to your left. You're good. A bit more. Oh no, the other way. There you go. There you go. Perfect. 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 Don't move. Is your hair shorter now? I I have it. Oh, you thing. have it up. Okay. I okay. Listen, I got you. Okay. Two things before we go. First of all, well, three things. Thank you for doing this. I, I love you for this. I'm and, honored uh, and thrilled. I love that you asked me. Thank you. Are you kidding? I, and I'm and I, and I had it. I, I'm thinking of coming out to LA for a couple of weeks in the spring. If you're around, uh, let me know. And uh, do I need well, a place to number. stay? Uh -huh. What? You have my number. I want to hit some of the clubs out there because I, I I never uh, I feel like I missed out on something by oh, not. Oh, you know what it. I feel like, and and listen, I will find somebody to help you. Or again, I'm having trouble with my thing. It's what? To what am left. I doing wrong? To your left. So really, it's there to you my go. right. Perfect. No, now you went too far. <laughs> right there, right there, right there, right there, right there. Don't move. Oh my okay. God! I feel. Never mind. Okay. Um. <laughs> I don't do the clubs out here enough. I didn't start out here. So I do the improv every once in a while. You know what I mean? But I, it occurs to me that I don't have any kind of ins or anything, but I can find some when you get out. Like when you get but out I here. still want to see you, though, when I, when I come well, out. Well, yeah. So, Where yeah. are you working that you're not working clubs, Suzanne? You have to be working somewhere. I work, the, I work um, the theaters theaters. and okay. cabarets. My... I, my um, my work and my making my business has been on the road since word go. Yeah. Yeah. We should get down to West Palm together and work. There's a club down at West Palm, a gay club that we should do. They're always asking me to come out there. And Honey, anytime, my... anytime you want to do anything, just call. Not West Palm. I mean, Palm Springs, Palm Springs, not West Palm. Oh, I'm doing, I'm doing two cons in, uh, in Palm Springs in like two months. Oh, cool. I'm not two cons, two cans. Toucan? Yeah. Is that in Mexico? No, it's in Palm Springs. Oh. It's the name of the club. Oh, 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 okay. Okay. 
you know, Larry Amaros lives in Palm Springs. He's down there too. You should look. I him didn't up realize that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. um, I something happened to me the night before last in my over thirty years in this business now has never happened to me. What? What? Um, a a, a fellow comedian. She's younger than I am and doing great. She's really having her moment. She's on television. She's in a sitcom and things like that. She texted me that she said, I want to do I have this, these places asking me to do shows and they always want me to bring someone with me, with them. And I, would you be like, can I ask you, would you want to do it? Would you ever want to do shows with me? Mm. And 30 years in this business, no one, they, no one ever asks me, and no one ever helps me. No one, because I, I well, oh, in the beginning, I was like they couldn't be seen with me, right? You know what I mean? Because then they might be lesbian, right? What would you? Are you going to do it? Oh my God! Yes, I can't wait. I'm so like I said last, or when I got the text, I turned to my girlfriend and I said, "My wife," and I said, "No one ever asks me. No one ever tries to help me. I don't understand what's happening. I'm concerned for." Her. But <laughs> will you? Will you come back on when you're ready to promote it? Um, I will come back on anytime you have you want a guest because I am the third chattiest, mo third most chattiest person either of you have ever known. <laughs> Who are the other two? Who is the second and first? Never run out of stuff to talk about. I know. I never run out of opinions. Fair. But I love you. I do love you desperately, <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm so happy you got married. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I am. I, I was, you can see that you know you can see how happy you are. And you just got well, we've been, well, we've lived together for uh, over ten years. We've been together um, over twelve. But you're glowing. I, you're glowing. Oh, I'm gonna tell her you said that. What's funny about it is I didn't think again with this. I'm so sorry. I didn't Neither think. Did. Think opposite. Okay, the opposite. Opposite. To the, now I feel like I'm looking at to the right. Now you guys. Right. Move it to the left. Move the camera to the left. No, the, the, the other. Move the to the other left. Way. Right. So move it. Okay. There you go. Okay. Still that's seems right. fucked up, right? It does, but that's okay. You're okay. okay. <laughs> ah, so oh, you that's did. great! Right there, right there, right there, right there. Don't okay. move. Don't move. Okay. Oh my God! I feel like I've been in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's funny about it is my girlfriend you know we, we're not new to each other or anything like that and we had always talked about how neither of us had wanted to get married ever in our lives and la 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 and then when we decide to do it i realize she's been lying not to me to herself she loved she was she's a romantic oh jesus christ there you go so sweet don't move don't and, move don't move don't move okay and we had um yeah, because so we uh, on Christmas we go up, we we spend it um, if because we going home to the East Coast is always just too expensive to be even thought about, right? And um, we uh, so we've been going to Santa Cruz because we have a, two friends that live there. Then they moved up because they got evacuated so many times for fires. They oh. moved up toward Eureka, California. So um, we go there for Christmas to their little mm -hmm. town. And I had asked them a couple of days before, I said, would you guys want to like, you know, be part, we're going to get married. And like one, we only had them and the gal who did the wedding is a friend of mine. And the reason she wanted to do my wedding, she actually flew in. She was somewhere else completely and flew out to do my wedding to, to you know, to marry us, to be the efficient because she was the efficient when I got married in 2008 to the woman who cheated on me and 
tried to take my house and stuff. And um, oh th- that was all bad. And she goes, I want a do-over. <laughs> she <laughs> needed a do-over. <laughs> when she said, you got to let me be the one that gets you, get marriage, you guys, because I need a do-over. That, that other one, that was fucked up. Well, oh we, we hope this one. What is your wife's name? Laugh. May I ask? Um, her, her, yeah, her name. Oh, yeah. Her name is Janine, which I don't think it doesn't fit her. And no one calls her that um, because she's been in sports her whole life. They call her Jay. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, congratulations to you and Janine. And wait, Julia, know- have you ever met? Have you met Janine? You have No, I, I, when, I think when I, no, I think when we work together. Uh, it's always been on the was- East Coast, hasn't it? No, we only the only place we worked was Detroit. That was the only place we worked together. Oh, that's where you met, Detroit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We were okay. supposed to meet at the we in the in the, on the East Coast when you were in. Uh, oh uh, yeah. And but I couldn't do it. I think because I was working that weekend or whatever in some place. Uh, it's because you well, were. I just lesbian. want you to know really that any, wanna... anytime you want to go along, comic. Do you know what I mean? Um, I I love it. I love what we do. I feel like we have the world's greatest job. I want to. I, yeah, I. I would love to. I would love to do some road work with you again because I. I really had a blast. That was. I had so much fun. You know. Let, It'd be a great show, you too. And it's. A, and sure. we're, yeah, I think that's a fun show. Yeah. Right. We had a, it was a great show. The us working together. It was. I'm doing this thing with. Uh, uh, do you know Carol Montgomery? Yeah. Why? Why well, do I know her? She's a New York comic, but she's doing this thing called. Is she blonde? Of a certain age. She's sort she? of strawberry Red, blonde. She's more yeah. of a redhead. I'd yeah. say. Yeah, I do know she her though. Women but I can't... of a certain age, um, funny women of a certain age. Yeah, oh, are you doing it for HBO or just in general? We did it for Showtime, she's done oh, three of them for Showtime. Yeah. yeah, but no, I, I mean, I, I like you know, you should, I should hook you guys up. Well, you know, I don't know if you want to do because you're used absolutely to absolutely hook me up. All my pla- all the places have closed, man. <laughs> we gotta, now we gotta help out each other. We need to work. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna talk to Tom, my manager, and maybe yeah. your agent, him, can get together and we can put, we can put a tour together. I love theaters. Would be great. Be great. Much, I like theaters best. Um, but how much fun would that be? Meaning be we like each other, we laugh together. We're not, you know what I mean? Like it wouldn't be, you know, it would problematic. be a killer tour. No, and it would be, be a, a great audience draw with yeah. both I of you in know. terms of yeah. I'm gonna sure. talk a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Who are you with? Who's your who's your agent? Um, Mark Scroggs, uh, and I just forgot the name of their company. Well, text me, send me it in an email. Yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll do it we'll, offline. We'll, we'll hook it up. All right. He doesn't. But, he doesn't ever. He's never. He doesn't ever. Um, I've never had an agent for my personal shows. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. The shows yeah. I because initially they i don't know how to explain it but up until until like 2000 and something so the first like 10 12 years i was doing stand up an agent they wouldn't they couldn't represent you as a open lesbian and call a club or call a theater wow. like they they like they couldn't even do it like it wasn't okay you know what but i mean you're a survivor you survived and you thrived. well you know you know and what you're not a survivor you're a, a pioneer thriver. yeah you really because, yeah, you're because of people like you are the reasons that we can do it now. Yeah. So then that with that right. and that's the kind of stuff I want. That's what I wanted to do. Meaning I'm still an activist in my heart. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But right, I, but honey, I, well, like we gotta go. We really gotta go. We've what out. you got? This what is, you got? You got shit to do? No, this is life? the longest fucking show we've ever done. Normally it's like an hour. And we're, oh, so you know, I don't even know what time it is. <laughs> No, uh, you got you, you. We've got three or four more shows with you. 
is that we have to have. I, I think we. I think we. We. Sh we should just like make it that we work together and do your. Sh and I love doing your show. So we. Yes, we should do that. Thank okay. you. Okay. Thank you, honey. Thank and, you. and congratulations again. I love you. Yes. And say hi to Jay for me. Yes. I absolutely will. And um, I've, Kathy, I'm sorry that. And the other thing is, I have my contacts in, so I can't yeah. see you as well as I want to. Yeah. So I, I can't. You like your voice is so familiar to me, and your face is almost, but I can't see it clearly. That's Philadelphia okay. Radio. She was on the radio for years. Why would she on the radio? Whoa. I don't know. Um, All right, I'm going. I, you guys can it. talk about yourself, but, but I'm now, going. Oh, that was Donna Summer, right? Singer. Donna Summer, right? Right, exactly. Absolutely. All right, I love, I love you. you guys. Bye. Suzanne, thank you. We love you. And Take care. We're all, we're, we're all back out. That's what counts. That's right. Amen. Right? Take care, honey. Right on, honey. See ya. Bye. Bye. I know. Are we, okay. we clear? Hey, clear. She's, oh, she's okay. Clear. Clear. Oh, my God. That was so much fun. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know what time it is. I don't even care. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Let's no, keep going. She's, she's wonderful. She's just great. Oh she's just great. Like, I love her. I was thinking when she first started doing her thing, you know, I was just coming out and I just remember her so vividly just being a pioneer. And I just like, you and know. she is that. She's sure I know. is that. And, you know, and in some ways, she's paid the price for it. You know, uh, yeah, career-wise, but, but she's done all right. She's done all right. She's herself. okay. She's living in LA. We're yeah. still here, so it's yeah. cold. Don't remind me. Oh, anyway. All right. Uh, all right. Well, you can get in the car and drive forty-five minutes to go home. I am, but I'm so glad I made the interview. I am glad you made it too. I didn't really didn't want you to miss this one. I know. You know what? My sister, I think, is just driving back too. So timing is everything. Timing right. is everything. All right, honey. Be safe going home. All right. Be well. All right. Bye. -bye.